0: This week's episode is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. If you've ever thought about starting your own podcast or have tried, but just didn't have the time to figure out all the technical aspects, Pretty Easy Podcasts is here to simplify the process so you can focus on the fun parts of podcasting. If you want a true partner and personal producer at an extremely low rate, go to prettyeasypodcast.com right now to get started podcasting is supposed to be a fun and interesting time where you talk about the stuff you know and love not a laborious process where you have to learn audio production and build your own studio go to pretty today to start a professional sounding podcast that is done your way pretty easy podcasts making podcasting fun convenient and well pretty easy Winston Moss,
1: XFL Wildcats. This is an XFL show. This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL
0: will kick off in 2020. Keep your smile. Oh, what the XFL is cooking? It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined.
1: This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun.
2: This is the
0: XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of January 5th, 2020. This is training camp month, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan.
2: I'm Jake. I'm Vince. And I'm Bryant.
0: This week, every team but the Roughnecks traveled to Houston for training camp as the most important month of preparation begins for each XFL team. This is episode 103, and this is 2020. No longer the road to 2020. Jake, closer than ever to kickoff, right?
3: Yeah, we're closer than ever. Uh, We're lacing up the cleats, getting ready for kickoff here. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people are either going to be uh, in the District of Columbia on that first week or done in Houston. Um, but so, yeah, it's it's so close. Like you said, only five weeks back in single digits.
0: Five weeks!
3: Can, can, we just, can we just talk about the rule book right now? And no. How happy I am no, no. No, seconds. no, 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 Sit Because down.
0: the show comes out on Football Sunday. For now, and well, on Tuesday, that's rules Tuesday, Jake. So you're gonna have to wait till then, because January seventh, league rules will be announced, and we'll get into them when they get out. (laughs) So you're gonna have to hold your horses until then. What's so? I feel
1: like it's gonna be rather taboo on that Tuesday uh coming up and oh, i can't wait to see what it's like this tuesday in texas whenever those, those rule books come out i can't well, also...
2: some say some say everyone's exes live in texas there vince but it is going to be a good time down in houston i can't wait for it to happen uh alan yeah we can't say road to 2020 because we're here so do we say road to february 2020 road to now?
0: kickoff road road to, road kickoff. to kickoff. Rodif we're going i think a little bit or what but about yeah, everybody's just, out in houston it's kickoff oh, go ahead it's kickoff year that's all i, all I want to say we're in the year of the xfl baby we have arrived
2: well alan it is this uh, we're five weeks away we're in 2020 so long ago when we started this journey uh, this felt so far away and it really was because it's been 103 episodes now uh, plus some bonus content to get to this point but yeah everybody's in houston full pads full contact uh practices are going. We're going to see some scrimmages. This is exciting times right now for the XFL.
0: Yep, we have a lot to get into this week regarding training camp, regarding what's going on with the league as they commence festivities in Houston. 724-565-4XFL. If you're going to be down in Houston at all, we want to hear from you. Call into the XFL fan line and give us your take. Even if you're not there, we want to hear from all the fans who listen to the show. We appreciate you subscribing on any podcast app of your choosing. That's seven two four five six five four XFL to call in. Yes, five weeks away. And uh well, I'm not ready for full contact. I don't know if you could tell, Bryant, but I'm I'm under the weather. I didn't even go that hard for the new year, but happy new year. Uh I'm I'm gonna dip my toe into training camp and slowly make my way to Houston eventually.
2: <laughs> it's alright, I was it, it hit me a few weeks ago it's hitting you now I'm sure it'll hit Jake and Vincent it's it's hitting everybody it's it's that time of year where everybody's so excited they let the guard down and boom uh they get a little bit of sick but, <laughs> but but get it out of your system now because when kickoff comes I want no excuses out of you nothing
0: oh yeah I'm 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 getting releasing all the bad the bad juju all the bad mojo nation out of myself so that I'm fully ready come February I'm already feeling pretty good now I'm ready to talk all this XFL. We've got some rumors, some innuendo about some coaching positions and some players that maybe will be in the league or won't be. Who knows? We'll get into that. We'll talk about what training camp will will give us as fans and give these teams and what we expect. Maybe some predictions, Jake. We'll get into, but real quick, uh, this week uh, there was a tailgate survey on the on Fan, the Football Advisory. Uh, network vince asking about tailgates particularly i got one from the guardians and i i filled that thing out and it asked questions about like how long will you tailgate do you want to be at an official tailgate what's your thoughts on an official league or team run tailgate vince
1: uh you know i think it could be a good thing you know tailgating is you know extremely important to to the culture of football uh and attending football games in this country Uh, So anything that you can do uh, as far as tailgating to promote this kind of thing, I think it is very important Uh, and, you know, make it not just, you know, for uh, just, you know, Know regular people attending but families as well yeah you know making it family friendly Uh, and you gotta have you know something for everything you know tailgating's not just like drinking as much booze as you possibly can (laughs) you know sometimes it's it's just enjoying good food with family and friends that's what it's all about tailgating and it, it is very big and i would expect and i hope that the XFL is is promoting something uh, there, you know, just to just to celebrate the league and celebrate that football is still going on in this country in February.
0: Yeah, I I filled this thing out and you know as how I would be uh, viewing tailgates and so as a young stallion, I I'm kind of keeping. I want to be a part of the more private tailgate where you do whatever, use traditional, probably drinking, cooking, and playing loud music, but. The family aspect of it and it being an official event run by the teams or the league uh, is important, of course. And that'll you know also get people involved with the community, you could probably have local personalities and guests at those kind of things. So those are very important. And I totally expect the league to be doing, Brian. The league's going to be doing stuff like they're already doing stuff like that in L.A.
2: Well, this is LA. This is where we do these. This is where that stuff was born. If you remember, not too long ago, LA had put out uh, they Wildcats had put out a survey on Twitter: what you want to see uh, when you when you arrive to the stadium and live events. the Moss DJ. Know well, that too. People love being entertained. They don't want to just show up to a football game. Tailgating is a part of the experience. Yes, it's yes. A part of of why people. Uh, go to football games. Alan, how many times have you told me that I'm going to the tailgate? I don't know if I'm going to the football game yet. I'm still up for debate on that. It's because people <laughs> love that part of football and to have the XFL make that a point and, and bring that out there is just another why, reason why they're looking at fan first experience as as a top priority.
0: Yeah, two seasons in a row for me, I've gone to more uh, tailgates than Steeler games. Uh, so I, I, it's very important. I mean, we can, we can attest to it, Vince.
1: Yeah. And think about this, you know, there, you know, this is a league that is just starting up. There is no established, you know, fan bases. There is no tailgating traditions entrenched uh, in the, in these individual cities. So if you could set something up, you know, say you're just like, you're just a couple dudes, or maybe you're a single dude and, and you're looking to go to the, go to the XFL game in your town. And you say, hey, you know, I want to go and I want to soak up the atmosphere and I want to do something before the game and I want to meet other XFL fans. Then I'm going to the official XFL tailgate and having a damn good time before I head into the game. That's what it's all about,
3: Vince. I was thinking something similar. I mean, you know, this is uh, this is unprecedented. You're going to be able to start your own traditions uh, that, that other people are going to follow for years, uh, for years to come. I mean, if you wanted to. Uh, you know, tra- start a tradition where you're going to eat a bologna sandwich right before you go through the uh, the metal detectors. You could, and <laughs> and you know, pe- people people would be doing it for years on end. Uh, if you wanted to shoot off Roman candles in the parking lot, uh, again, check your local ordinances. But perhaps that's something you could do.
0: Well, Jake, Jake, most important question. We'll leave it here at, at tailgating. Then for you, uh, should league-wide there be a ban on uh, anything uh, on uh, on gas grilling?
3: A, a ban on, yeah. on gas grilling,
0: charcoal only.
3: That's we we don't have enough time for that, and I don't want to anger some of <laughs> I, my co-hosts. I, so could... I, I, I will speak for you know. I, I... <laughs> I don't
1: think there should be, but also that is up to the individual parking it, authorities.
2: It, it, it is. Leave it, pro- it at that. You're right. You're what right. What do you do with the hot coals? I still haven't figured that out. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's hard. Out but here, that, propane but then, is kind of the way to go.
0: But then you got to think about, yeah, maybe you could get a big propane local propane company to sponsor the tailgates too, and that's that's dollars you're leaving on the table. Tail gas. Think about. Maybe. Maybe. Or whoever's whoever's
1: Uh, big in the uh, local Can I
2: ask you to ask this question? Can you ever arrive too early to a parking lot party?
1: No. No. (laughs) Because there ain't no party.
3: The pre-party to the parking lot party. Yeah, uh, of course not. But if you're cooking with charcoal, you better get there early. I will say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to some other stuff that that, uh, came about in between last week's show and this week in the new year. And uh, one is a rumor, juicy rumor here, Vince. Doug Meacham, the offensive coordinator for the Battlehawks, rumored, I wish we could have got some clarity on this if it's true or not, but footballscoop.com reported that he's expected to return to TCU and and the staff there for Gary Patterson leaving the Battlehawks before uh, the season starts. We saw some of these kind of instances with the AAF. You don't like to see a coach leave, especially as training camp's getting started. If it's true, I don't know how devastating it is considering the staff that Jonathan Hayes put together there. He's got guys like ex-Iowa quarterback Chuck Long on his staff, and he's an offensive play caller himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, Doug Meacham, a a, a good coach, uh, and, you know, he was down with Gary Patterson at TCU uh, maybe during some of TCU's best years as a program in their history, you know, 2014 to 2016, a team that, you know, uh, could have very well easy made the college football playoff in those years. I, this guy's a good coach. Uh, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think this would be a a big loss. Uh, for the Battle Hawks if they would lose this guy. I, I hope it's not true.
0: Yeah, you don't want to see that happen, but like I said, I, I think uh, Jonathan Hayes is a pretty quality offensive staff already. Um, I assume one of the older guys would probably step up like a Chuck Long uh, and and take over the position of offensive coordinator, but Meacham's also acting as the quarterback coach, and Bryant in St. Louis, the quarterback coach, is seemingly going to be a pretty important role for 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 that particular team considering their quarterback situation
2: well we've talked about their quarterback situation in the past and and the the young and inexperienced uh, jordan Talmu uh, out there which likely will probably be the starter for that team uh we'll, we'll see the competition no one has been named there but uh you're right so if you have to have your quarterbacks coach now you know either call plays or you have to get a mix of all your offensive coaches to to get a good offensive scheme going now uh that's never good going into a season for any team and 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 that's just not me because I you know I love the Wildcats. I, I want to put that out there too.
0: No, but you also love Azahir Hakim. I don't. He's the receivers coach there, <laughs> but I don't think he's going to be given the OC job, which would be awesome. But I I have a feeling he'd be one of the older guys on the staff. But we'll see what happens. Maybe uh, Jonathan Hayes ends up just calling his own plays, like Kevin Gilbrides is seemingly going to be doing with the Guardians. But there you go. Some. Rumors swirling and hopefully that gets hammered down pretty soon as training camps underway as of this live on tape podcast and recording. So uh, we'll get in some other uh, rumors swirling around players and just speculation among fans in a little bit. Uh Jake, the rules will be revealed and discussed on Tuesday and the, the, the league's planning a whole day of it. They're going to have Oliver Luck talking about the rules publicly uh, then head of officiating Dean, Dean Blandino is going to be involved as well. And there's also going to be a conference call that we're looking forward to following. So a whole day surrounding the
3: rules on Tuesday. Are
0: you are you taking the day off?
3: Uh, I, I wish I could, but it's, you know, we're early in the start of a new work year. So uh, I, I will not be. I wonder if they're going to be, you know, like trickling them out throughout the day, maybe giving us <laughs> little, little, little tidbits. Uh, You know, a a slow burn, as I like, or if they're just going to drop the whole thing all at once.
0: Drop that rule book on my Uh, head, please.
3: But I think it's going to be one at a time.
2: Really, because their history will show us that they they full on just announce everything at one time. Team names, uh, logos, colors, jerseys.
3: I could see the only thing that was a slow burn was coaches. I could see them trickling out some of the big ones, and then just you know dropping the rest of it.
2: Yeah, I don't. And think you think the whole morning will be filled with the rules that we've kind of already known?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, like okay. like no
2: PATs and 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 the
0: continuous yeah, all that stuff that's project. kind of
2: you know very but you know that Oliver like has discussed. I, I also wonder how much more there's going to be that we haven't discussed, you know, and and what we haven't talked about when we're out in in uh, Stanford Allen, you and I for the draft. You know, we, we we're talking football with with a lot of the the personnel there, and some of these rules that we've already heard have come up and it seems to be the focus point a lot around the kicking game, a lot of things like that. So I also wonder how much is actually going to be different. Uh, I think that's probably my most anticipated aspect of this whole announcement that's coming on Tuesday.
1: Well, you know, things, you know, things that we do know are are different a lot. You know, we've talked about the play clock length. We've talked about, you know, uh, having headsets in Uh, the skill position players, you know know, that kind of stuff is major to me. That those are major changes, uh, to to the game, and I expect Mm -hmm. to see a few other ones as well. Uh, so you know, even with
0: with we already know, I think that there's a lot of huge differences in the game that we're gonna see. I I think the league is gonna is going to you know reveal these rules not all at like once a big a big you know. Info dump of, hey, here are all the rules. It's going to be, you know, this is this rule. This is that rule. Maybe throughout the day or just with like a press conference or something with Oliver Luck, it sounds like, uh, in the early part of the day. But uh, what I'm interested in, Vince, is not even anything uh, like, you know, I, we, I think we have a good grasp of everything we're going to find out on Tuesday exactly. I don't know how many surprises there will be. But what I'm interested in is the reaction and also how it's covered on a national scale or what people – cling on to on social media and talk about or or either criticize or, or hype about that's what i'm interested it, in seeing yeah, the that's, yeah I, I agree with
1: you alan because this is i think what we've you know you know we could talk about cities and players and jerseys yeah. all, all we want but this is really what we're <laughs> most interested in is how is this league going to be different how is this league going to reimagine the game of football, which is what it's set out to do. Uh, you know, you talk to people about, you know, what is the XFL? And you tell them about, you know, the, these possible rule changes. But here it is going to be uh, set in stone uh, uh, this coming Tuesday. And it's going to be interesting to see how, You know, not just we react and how, you know, people that you're talking with react, but how is the media going to react? You know that there's going to be people out there that are going to put a negative spin on this. But I'm very interested to see the people at ESPN, ABC, and Fox to see how they hype this thing up with these new rule changes.
2: Vince, Vince, you just made me have an epiphany, really, because this is the moment that Vince McMahon spoke of, right? Football Reimagined is happening on Tuesday. So that is actually huge because that is the one thing that he that we I think is it in our I think it's even in our opening segment. We always talk about football being reimagined. It's going to happen uh, Tuesday, Jake. I can't wait for you to nitpick at these rules because that's what I'm most excited for. Alan, I know you're going to be yearning to 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 rank these and get them in, in. What's your favorite and what's your least favorite? Vince, I think you're just going to take for you're like I need evidence. I need to see what this looks like because I still don't even believe Bob Stoops is a coach in this league. <laughs> I'm just going to read every single uh, section of these rule books. I'm, uh, I'm super excited. You're right, man. This is, this is the moment. This is what we've this been is, waiting This for. is
1: really it because, you know, we talk about, you know, we talked about all this other stuff, but this league, and I've been beating the drum for what is it? 103 weeks now that this league needs to be different. It needs to stand out from you know, the NFL, college football, any other, uh, alliance that may come up it needs to be different from those leagues to set themselves apart and be great entertainment and, and this is really what it's going to
3: be all about is how these rules shape the way this game is played expect to see uh mr mcmahon at all or do you think oliver luck will handle this <sighs> the, the, you know?
0: this is going to be all oliver luck according to the yeah. league uh the, it's oliver luck in dean blandino's day uh come on tuesday <laughs> i can't believe gonna, dean blandino is gonna be involved in this. pro football talk actually this week said dean blandino might have been the best thing the xfl's done in terms of hiring and preparation and, and any move they've made really according to pro football talk if you put any stake into what they write vince yeah people a lot of people are impressed with that hiring uh yes. some people can't believe it kind of like bob We've been Stoops,
2: consulting forever week.
0: Yeah, I, I'm impressed with it. No, no doubt about it. But
1: it, you know, I, I'm interested to see, I'm interested to know more. I guess what you know what, you know what he's, uh, what his role is in, in all this stuff. Did he help come up with the rules? Is he going to just be you know a rules expert like we see on TV? You know, you know, people do not like this guy sometimes whenever he comes on the screen because that means that there was a controversial call. And they brought on some quack to talk about, you know, what actually happened. Uh, I'm serious. People people do not like this guy sometimes. I think he's got a great name. I like I love the way he delivers. <laughs> like I love a great name. I, he's got a great name. I love the way he delivers the message uh, of the rules. I, I like what he's saying, unless it's going against my team. Uh, so I, I like I like it a lot, and I, I hope he has a similar. Uh, role in the broadcast.
0: I'm not sure if that's what it's going to be or not. No,
1: he's I, well, uh, well, part, well. No, he's, he's like the
2: official. Head, like,
0: yeah, he's the, the head of head officiating. Of I thing. don't expect to see him in the same yeah, capacity on the well, Fox. You don't broadcast. think that they're going to have an official XFL mm-hmm. rules expert to, you know, if there's you know as something a, as that a part would of come the broadcast. Up. That's that's what? one thing we have left uh, to find out about I, how the the broadcast partners are going to uh, approach now, this. Now, that's on them. You know, we we've talked about this that
1: the rules are going to be simpler. We hope, we presume that they're gonna be simpler. There's not gonna be as much controversy, but at the same time, I think, you know, that you should have somebody, you know, if there's something that's gonna be drastically different from traditional professional football, that, that you may need somebody there uh, mm-hmm. To help clarify a few things to, to the audience,
2: don't you think? I, 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 I agree with that, but you can't have if he's the league of like of officiating. If yeah, it's going to have to be the, someone the head else. of officiating. Oh. You can't have him on Conflict TV, and of in the officials that he's supposed to be managing, right? So you can't have that man. I agree that you need that role, but I don't <laughs> think that he's the man for the
0: no, job. No, yeah, that was gonna the wrong call. The We're going to find that guy. We're going to find him after today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will to say this right? though:
2: <laughs> Dean Blandino might be the most recognizable hire that the xfl has made i know that might be up for debate but if you really think about it this man is on everybody's television for 17 weeks everybody's going to recognize this man when they see him in front of a camera
3: i i think i mean you know we don't have any well i guess we have x xfl uh officials from the, from the original incarnation but i mean you know talking about how you don't want the head of officiating uh criticizing what's going on on the field i yeah, I, I'm kind of with Vince. I don't know if I want to hear the announcers, uh, you know, for ten weeks just reiterate the rules to well, us. Well, yeah, they want somebody else with a little bit. That's more credibility. on the
0: broadcast partners. If we'll see what they do with the rules experts, or if they have someone like that, I'm hoping they do too, as well. But it's not going right. to be Dean Blandino is the head of officiating with the actual league. When you watch an NFL broadcast, those experts are not affiliated with the league anymore. They are affiliated with those networks. I wonder if they could get Lou Holtz to do it. I don't want that. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. That. I don't think that will work at all. Maybe if it was like an oh, SNL skit. I don't know, Jake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> real quick, Jake. Real, real quick, yeah. Jake. Tuesday, the, the rule everyone's going to be talking about. What is it going to be? Oh, my.
3: The... I mean, this is—I—I I don't know. I—I I, I have an answer, but it—but it—but it's selfish. Uh, <laughs> well, it's I, so it's so I So I—so I don't, don't want—I don't want to give. No, it's—it's not—it's not groundbreaking. I just, You're not Dean Blandino. You can say whatever you want on. This I don't show. want pass interference to be a spot file. I—I want—I I want collegiate, uh, r- ruling for that. I don't—I don't like just heaving it as, as far as you can and then you know putting the ball at the one yard line. I'm a
0: big fan of that, Jake.
3: I'm a big, oh, it's, I mean, it's something that we've probably talked about yeah. way back on episode four, but that's, you know, that's what I want to see. Yep. It's I actually quite that,
2: accurate. I don't yep. know if you did that on purpose or not, but that, episode is, four is when yeah. we talked about rules.
3: I don't it think it's the
0: sexiest pick, Jake, but I like it. I, I have no, a it's, it's not, but that's freak out for that, overtime, though. I think yeah, in, people in a positive sense be complaining
3: about that every week. If, if you start that from the get go,
0: I think the overtime's going to pique a lot of people's interests. We'll see. And, yeah. uh. It's going to be a fun day, Tuesday. The rules get rolled out and we'll be following along every single rule by rule. Rule by rule, we'll be there with you talking about it all uh, this coming Tuesday. As training camp's underway, though, a lot of other stuff going on in the XFL. Maybe some new players come in, we hope, fingers crossed. And also a little surprise on New Year's. Let's get into it with this week's cover two going for two go for two
1: and
3: the lead
0: okay jake what'd you think of the new york guardians new alternate logo they revealed on new year's new year new logo and i thought for a second Ooh. oh my god did they get rid of their logo but it's apparently an alternate and that if, if that's the case i like it if it, it's yeah if it I, was a
3: replacement i would have been very upset yeah, I think I feel like you, and that's what I was interpreting it as. You know, as long as you're not, even though I'm not a big fan of that, what I still think looks like a Sphinx logo. Uh, I don't care for it that much, but still, they have the best helmets, and you need that. So if it's an alternate logo, which what we presume it to be, it, it it's fine. It'll look nice on the shoulders or on the back of some t-shirts.
0: Yep. And if you didn't catch it, uh, go check out uh, the New York Guardians Twitter at XFL Guardians. Uh, they on New Year's posted uh, this logo, a little quick video reveal of the new logo, and it's just basically an N Y and, and a G, right, Bryant? And it's I'm looking at it here. It's a, kind of a more sim. It's a simpler logo than their you know helmet logo, but I think it's kind of essential for any New York or L A team to have that kind of you know the 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 abbreviation logo. Almost all it's it's ubiquitous across across all sports. And as a New York team, you kind of have to have that.
2: I agree. I mean, it's 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 the two markets, right? Maybe San Francisco is the only one right behind it uh, that needs to have that. Like, you need to see the the, the letters in the logo. I, I didn't like it too much. I thought it was kind of too in your face, too, just there because the other one is also so good. Uh, I hope it's just an alternate logo and we see it sparingly uh, throughout the year. But... I do feel like every team should have some sort of alt logo, some sort of, you know, something that every they team they're going to t-shirt. I think every team should have an every alt logo. Uh, In year not. in year one. I don't know about every team
0: needs an alter alternative logo. Or or, or or Jersey or
3: something I don't know if that's necessary well i it's, mean you've already you've got uh Tampa has one Houston has one New York has one now and i I think l a does don't they yeah Ryan? we have With the claws claw, we right? have the claw marks yep so i I don't think it's necessary for for all of them but it could get to that point if you see if there's one
0: team that just has their only their regular logo they only use the same one all the time same jerseys which team do you think it would be Basic, same same logo, same jerseys every week all season long. In your Battle Hawks, yeah, that that I was going
3: to say. I'd
2: say probably the Defenders. I was
0: Mm going to say DC.
2: They have that lightning bolt, though.
0: I don't. That is like why mess with any of that? It's just so good. Uh, It's really good. It's really clean. There's. It's. It is kind of basic, but in a great way. And I think the DC logo and jerseys. Maybe you can mess with a combination of the jerseys, but I, in terms of alternative logos, I don't think you need them. The this one, as I look at it closer, I I like how they're taking ownership of NYG. There is another NYG lurking around MetLife, but during another time of year, pretty bold to do that as well. But I like it, and the G is huge. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. I look good on a baseball baseball cap, right?
2: Uh, we're not playing baseball, but I do agree with you. It does look pretty good on a hat.
0: Yeah, I wear I wear a baseball cap to to a football game, especially in the if you make the championship game and it's not it's nice out in in uh, April. We'll see New York Guardians with your alter alternate logo on New Year's. Congratulations! Scared me though for a second. Let us know what you think of the alternate logo for the Guardians at XFL show on Twitter. Hey. There are a bunch of players out there that got cut by NFL teams with their season ending, Vince. And there's way too many to list through this whole show, but I've circled some I like. And then, of course, there are quarterbacks out there as well. And I'm going to bring one up that you talked about a lot before he got picked up by an NFL team during the season. Eric Dungy's out there now. What do you foresee, Vince, with these available players now now that the NFL regular season's over?
1: yeah i see a lot of guys that you got listed here alan uh i'll and you know particularly some of these quarterbacks uh certainly eric Dungy that you listed here uh it, th- these guys i would expect uh to you know get you know to be brought in for training camp to see, see uh you know so teams could kind of see see what they got you i think it's worth a gamble here to to bring guys in for training camp and you know maybe pick up a good player. I, I don't see why you wouldn't do this uh, if you're an XFL team and if you're a player. I don't see why you wouldn't uh, jump on with these guys. You know you know we've heard you know, countless times from players. You know once you get cut in the NFL, uh, you're very likely to be cut again. Uh, so this is an excellent
0: opportunity to show your wares and and you know latch on with a club. Do you anticipate players? Potentially, uh, like these guys saying, you know, I'm I'm a value. I just came from an NFL roster. If this XFL really wants me, I'm not going to go through the whole training camp in in Houston. Maybe they'll let me come on the last week or so. Do you think anyone's <sighs> going to try to do that? Yeah, I mean, some of the players may feel like that, but you
1: know, I don't. Would, would a team allow them to do that? Does you know? I don't know. If, you're, if you're a team, I don't know if you want them. Uh, to, to be honest, because you know, as, as as good as I think some of these guys are and, and can be, at the same time, are they really that good? Are they good enough to to make a a major difference on on limit limited uh, practice time with your team? Because we all know that this league is all about the quality of the play. You got to have good crisp football out there, and the only way to do that is with some good solid practice during this training camp. Just the quality and if you're of you're the not play. there. Practicing with your team in the training camp, uh, I don't see how you could just jump somebody, especially at the quarterback position, with how fast this league is expected to move. Uh, it just doesn't seem likely. To me.
3: Now, what position uh, would be the easiest to just come in and wide receiver, and then you know still excel at wide well, no, receiver? Definitely don't. not.
0: Not wide. What out else? Of crazy. What are, the only other maybe is
2: Defensive yes, end. Yeah. No. Go get the quarterback. No, too much too, stunning. Put your no stunts down and, and go. all that stuff. Gets stunts. Stunts.
0: <laughs> stunts. Are, yeah. How many stunts are there compared to routes on a on a on a route tree, a stunt tree,
2: on a what route are you, are
0: tree? You insane. Yes, a route tree a route for a receiver. Tree. They've got dozens upon hundreds, maybe depending on who you're. Okay, here. Is. Let
2: me let me, okay, let me Let me let me let me explain my answer then here because you are right. There are a lot of plays that the receiver has to. Um, uh, remember, right memorize to get to get to the, to, to Ooh, the this is good.
0: this but, is good to, dirty football talk I like this go ahead try to try it to but in sense terms
2: here. of just being able to step in and kind of do your thing right away, a wide receiver has no team involvement right you don't have to worry about what somebody else is doing while you're a receiver. When you're a running is back, you got to worry you about, have timing you know, with the quarterback. Takes, yeah,
0: could, th- that's oh, a position that you,
2: that that requires. The ball is there, you catch it. That's how hard it is. No, that's a really? position no, that
0: requires no. you know like a connection with another player on your team. If you're on the defensive end, if you're a defensive end, you literally put your hand down and
1: you can go. You Getting oh, in the way
2: of your blitzer. See, oh, Alan, Alan Bryant
1: was one here. of those defensive players in, in high school, so he he wouldn't it understand was. what it was like to play, play offense and the kind of you know intelligence you need to have. I know. Yeah, the work exactly. that
2: goes into playing defense, and I'm not trying to simple simplify that.
0: Well, I can't wait till we have one of these receivers speaking from d- a guy who's got
2: <laughs> or DNs on speaking the show. from a guy who got stuck into a linebacker position yeah. in the middle of the season.
0: Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to have one of these these players on to ask them that question, Brian. We'll see who's right there. I have a feeling Vince and I are going to. Come out on top. Other
2: players. Every player is going to say they're another position. No, that's just how
0: it's <laughs> I don't know. I think a DN would be like, oh, man, I could just go play anywhere today. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Davis, a linebacker at Auburn, is out there. Again, we've talked about him before. Super talented player. Um, was kind of surprised. Wasn't drafted. But uh, maybe because of other uh, opportunities he had. John Battle. You have to have LSU defensive backs. If the NFL... postseason's proven anything right now, Vince. You need to have DBs from DBU. John Battles, one of them. And then you got Paul Perkins out there, UCLA running back, Bryant, who did some damage in the NFL, a little bit, not too much, but uh, was, I believe with the Giants, he played a little bit there. So you've got players out there who are interesting to watch. We'll see what happens with them. I'm particularly interested in Nick Fitzgerald, the former Mississippi State quarterback, who isn't the most accurate guy, but a hell of an athlete, and I think would be fun to watch in the XFL. Um, but keeping our eye out, there's a huge list. Shout out to that Mad Max on Twitter. Brian, we've had we've had, we, we've had one of our most devoted tweeterers to, to at XFL show hitting us up with his list of players he's watching that are available. And that guy, he went hard on, uh,
2: on Black Monday earlier this week. He did. He was putting in the work, you know, at Max Scouts on Twitter, if you want to uh, give him a follow and, and take a look at what he's been putting together because he's going through and looking at all the players. He was analyzing all the practice squads uh, and seeing where those uh, players were signing future contracts or if they're going to be available for the XFL. So thank you for all that information. We're using some of that right now. Uh, I'm sure more players are going to be available now that the uh, Patriots have lost, right? And now that the uh, um Who's the other team that lost the uh, Bills? Buffalo Bills. Bills. Thank you very much. That lost. So uh, I'm sure those practice squad teams are are, are going to be dismembered, and and now we're going to see. I'm sorry, dissemble, disassemble, disassemble, yeah, dismembered, disassemble the practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> disassembled the, uh, the practice squads there and more more players. To answer the question from earlier, though, do you want to do this? I think the reasons you don't want to do this and bring in players, Alan, is just because you. you you don't want to give the players that, and I said this last week, that have given you what they've given you so far, to have that kind of be for not, right? But it, it's remember, more. it is about it is about the
0: quality of the play as well, though, Brian. I so understand
2: that, but but at the same time, you but you also have to think long term. You can't just think this one season. If this player is going to be available for you for this one season, versus somebody who can potentially play three, four years it's for tricky. you. I think that's yeah. it, it is a fine line to walk, and especially in your inaugural season, you don't know how to handle all these situations quite the right way. And, and 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 I don't want to be in that position if I'm the XFL, but they are, and they're going to have to figure that out.
0: Well, let's go uh, to our timing expert the then. Microphone. Let's go to our timing expert then, Jake. Uh, what's the what's the cutoff then? When when do you maybe give one of these? T- how much time do you give one of these players leaving the NFL at the end of that season? Uh, before they can come to Houston for training camp you allow them to join you midway what wh- where do you cut that off knowing that uh, we started on January 4th and we end on the 22nd
3: uh I think you got to be there for I I I don't like giving the players too much power uh you know letting them tell you what to do by bringing them in you know for the last two or three days I don't like that i I'd put the the minimum that they've got to be at camp would be uh, ten days, I guess. So so there so there's a little more time if you you know if you think that they're worth coming in. But I, I'd say a week and a half uh, feels right for the very minimum. Report by January fourteenth, according to Jake. It
0: makes sense to me, and uh, that gives us well. If it's Sunday the fifth, and you're listening to this as soon as it came out, then that gives us Nine days left with camp underway as we speak. And
3: All you got to right. remember, uh, winning is everything. So, you know, a, a lot of the established pudding. guys that have been there with you the whole time, they, they may not like it, and they don't have to like it. But if it pays off, everybody's going to be happy.
0: You want the best possible talent, of course, and you want to treat everybody the right way in a business sense but it is a business and there are some players out there that i think would be good business for the xfl we'll see what happens all right that is this week's cover too let's get into what's going on in training camp now until the 22nd it's time for the hot read
2: blue 58 blue 58
3: go (laughs) hey rick flair rick flair
2: Pepper, flip, caliber, Motown, happy, jolly, drop, Buster, Bird, Tiger. Now he's got a hound too, Rodney. I think. b nineteen. b nineteen. Hey
1: Seattle.
0: And yes, training camp is underway, and uh, players are reporting, getting set, easing into camp. Vince. And we already have some announced practices, events, a joint practice coming up on the 11th between Houston and Tampa Bay. That's this coming Saturday, and plenty more where that came from, I'm sure. But as a as a whole, what do you expect from this training camp from the league, Vince? What what do you what, what's the main thing you, you you expect to take from it? Uh, to take well, I, I
1: I suppose that you know just getting acclimated. To what this game is going to be like, you know. I mean, and we're going to find out what this game is going to be like on on Tuesday uh, when the rule book is announced. But you know, it's going to be you know practicing, and especially in these joint practices, it's going to be practicing against another team with these actual rules to get a feel for the flow of the game. I think that that's going to be the biggest thing I'm going to take from it. Is you know how how do these teams get acclimated? To what this game is going to be like.
0: I don't expect to, to see uh, too much coming from training camp where, you know, we're starting to learn the names of players. Like, at least oh, our, no, we're talking no. about a national scale, the, the lesser, the, the, the people who aren't following it as closely as we are and some of the fans who listen to the podcast now do, but people who will be joining us shortly once the kickoff happens. I think those people aren't going to learn about you know any particular players just yet through training camp, but this is where the the game will be announced, like the rules and the, and the league itself and its identity will really be on a in a spotlight consistently over the next few weeks. I think that's what we're going to take from it, but also I think as as a whole, what we're going to get I, from the league uh, with training camp is. a uh, A preseason atmosphere, I think, is what this is also going to conjure up. Not just the training camp, right? I think we're going to get that preseason vibe at some point over the course of the next few weeks as well with how these joint practices are going to be happening and all the teams are going to be interacting with each other in Houston.
2: There's a lot that goes into these, right, teams? This is kind of – we talked about minicamps and how that, you know, you, you start building relationships with and friends uh, they're on your team but but now this is this is football this is putting pads on you're gonna be battling against some of these people you you made friends with uh, battling for positions people are gonna get cut at the end of this don't forget that that's a huge part of this whole thing right this is not just hey i'm on this team there are 70 players on average for for, for these teams uh, about 20 or so are not gonna make it so uh, it's time to get serious. It's time to hunker down. A lot of things to analyze right. The players on a national scale probably are still not going to be quite there yet, but I do see some stars. going They're, they're going to be made. We're going to see them on ESPN, especially when you have playoff football in the NFL. Uh, not so much to talk about in terms of the amount of teams you need to talk about for ESPN and, and Fox. So there's going to be some snippets of, ES, of, of XFL. I think this is the, the first time we're actually going to see a lot of this coverage from these networks. And these partnerships really start to develop as well.
0: You know, you just brought something up and I have a question now, Brian, do you think maybe we're underestimating how intense it might be down there? Cause now you're talking jobs are on the line. The Absolutely. league is trying to, you know, put itself out there. Teams are trying to get ready for a season and, and you know, all that. And it's, it's, you know, like a traditional NFL preseason where, you know, all that's kind of going on. It's, you know, you watch hard knocks and all that, but, Added to that is the fact that this is a brand new league, and everybody's trying to yeah. stand out, and the league itself is trying to stand out. It's going to be pretty wild. I like what you said,
1: Alan, because you think about an NFL training camp—you got ninety guys in 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 uh, in training camp—and let's be honest, you know, thirty of those guys have no chance to make the team. And then you know, you're really, uh, you know, most of the starting spots are already determined and he maybe got, you know, really only uh, a battle probably for like 10 guys for those last five spots on the team. Well, here, you know, in the XFL, especially in this first season, you're going to you, – every spot is up for grabs. Uh, Everyone's on know, the I same contract. I don't, care, I don't care where these guys yep. were, were, were drafted. Yeah, I mean, you could talk about the, you know, the Tier 1 type players, but I think everything else is, 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 is definitely – uh you know uh right there for
2: the taking it's it's you're right vince and that's why i bring up the contracts because usually you have about 80 to 90 percent of your roster filled out going into training camp right if you're in the nfl uh in the xfl there's really what maybe three or four spots that are kind of locked down solidified i mean you look at sean oakman who is being portrayed as the next great thing for the wildcats and he was gone you just don't know what's going to happen when those players actually go out and put the pads on, put on those helmets, and, and battle out for these jobs because uh, for a lot, a lot of these men, this is their last chance uh, to get on a professional football team. And, and the intensity level is at a max, I guarantee you, down there. We're here talking about it as if it's fun and games as fans, but for the players, the coaches down there, uh, it's all business. And business is serious when it comes to the Expo for these next three weeks.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a, a, a different vibe, I think, from the mini camps for sure. Um, also, going into these training camps or uh, with, with them starting here, uh, we have any predictions for any specific uh, instances with the teams, any scenarios you're watching, or anything that's standing out to you that's the most intriguing, Vince? I mean, I, I really got my eye on some of the quarterback situations, probably the St. Louis and Tampa Bay situations in particular. What about you?
1: Uh, well, certainly, I'm definitely going to be uh, paying attention to those quarterback situation, those quarterback battles, uh, for sure, to see if anybody unseats those tier one uh, assigned players. I think that's that's very intriguing. But but for me, also, a lot a lot of it's going to come down to interest uh, to see the not necessarily the joint practices, but you know, any, any sort of scrimmage or, or exhibitions. That, the, that these teams have against each other, uh, that that's the real competition there. How, you know how do you how do you turn up whenever the lights are on against uh, somebody w- with other colors against you? Uh, I, that I'm very intrigued to see because that's going to be you know guys are going full speed. We're going to be seeing what this game is really going to be like, uh, and that's going to be the highest competition I think.
0: Do you think there's any particular team or player you think that might start something? down in Houston oh uh, well, I, I mean that's it, certainly I imagine that
1: there's gonna be training camp fights there has to be
0: you think? what well who you got anyone pegged do you think that's gonna be the culprit the the, the fire starter the instigator oh, uh,
1: hard hard to say at this point I I, I mean I can see <laughs> maybe even coach Moss starting a, a fight down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah, the, that Wildcats bunch is going to be fun to see how they get along with everybody down in uh, in Houston. Um, I'm interested to, to see uh, the the you know when you get down there the 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 competition among players is pretty intense, like we said. But like when you're talking about the speed of each team, we talked we joked about it. How every coach is saying, "Oh, my team's the fastest." But I can't wait to see. There are going to be players down there. They're going to be, you know going at each other racing that's going to be a lot of fun i think we're going to see the the true team speed on display whenever they do you know touch gloves a little bit Uh, bryant whenever they get into these joint practices and the scrimmages um i and i'm gonna say i think dc did the most talking about their team speed so they got a lot to prove down in houston in that regard
2: fast 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 down there in houston for the dc defenders but alan this isn't just your normal preseason either right we just talked about the intensity level a lot of these players uh, are going to be hitting their own teammates uh, for a couple weeks they're going to want to take it out on some of these other teams as well so i expect a lot of these joint practices i expect big uh, simulated games as well i'm sure those are going to be out there you want these players to be as ready as possible going in uh, to that first week of the season because we're really just that close so training camp and then don't forget there's still a pretty big gap after training camp that teams are gonna have to come back and make all those uh, final decisions final tweaks to their roster so th- this is just a, a moment in time like Oliver Luck Le- likes to say and, and and when those two teams uh, get together that's gonna be a great moment in time because I can't wait I hope we get to see a lot of great content from those uh, interactions between teams
0: Absolutely, and it's all going down now. It's just starting, and it's gonna—the intensity's gonna be picking up. You know, players just reporting. The no, no fancy shots of guys in helicopters or or crazy, you know, trucks are showing up in extravagant uh, motor vehicles. Vince, this is the XFL. It's a little different for training camp, but it should be pretty entertaining nonetheless. Yeah,
1: some would say that this league is more about the logo
0: yeah which instead and not the shield it's not a shield it's actually a logo and also it's about you know actually competing for a spot on a team because it it's it's all up for grabs nothing's in stone for these players in Houston it is a true competition on all eight squads it's going to be awesome and it started already we can't wait for the news to be coming out of Houston we're going to be following it each and every single day if anything big happens, we may we may just have to throw out a, a quick, a quickie, a quick mini sode onto the podcast feed. So make sure you're subscribed and alert at XFL show. We'll be having stuff drop. We got the rules coming out. Anything else? You got to plug, Bryant?
2: Uh, just a little something, something. We talked about tailgates and parties. Uh, the uh, Wildcats are throwing a nice little block party to to welcome them back from Houston uh, over there at Dignity uh, Health uh, Sports Park. So go check that out. That's going to be Saturday, January fifth. Uh, and if uh, if you don't believe me, and I don't know why you wouldn't, but if you don't, go to this, and you're going to see why Coach Moss is uh, as advertised on this show. So that's uh, at Dignity Health Sports uh, Park as well. So uh, that's going to be pretty intense. We're going to get a little uh, preview of what we're going to see on game day.
0: Block party. And look at that. We started the show talking a lot about partying before games. We're going to end it talking about Partying before a season, wrapping up, training camp with the Wildcats. I'm sure every team will have some sort of shindig that way. Uh, Cool that teams are doing that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try to get to them if we can. I don't know, Vince, if if D.C. has one, or New York, that's our striking distance. We might have to partake. I know we plan on being there, though, in D.C. week one for that first game. But lots to do before then with five weeks remaining.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out for that. What was that date again, Brian?
2: January 25th, okay, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific. It's not that far from LAX, Vince. So, if you want to fly in, hop on an Uber, I mean, you could be back home by that night. I, I typically fly to Long Beach whenever I fly. Oh, it's right out in the middle. Christmas. Carson is really in the middle of LAX and Long Beach, so it's perfect. Probably Maybe I'll fly
1: into too. Long Beach and then trans. Uh, then and fly over to Burbank.
0: A, a, yeah, a short flight over to Burbank. <laughs>
2: I'll pick you up on my way down. there, that'd be perfect. Actually. I don't
0: know why you would ever do that. That makes no sense. But yeah, go ahead. I got I got important. Have you been wh- in LA traffic lately? I, I got important way. wedding stuff that day, Brian. So give Winston
2: Moss my best. I will do wedding day. Oh man, that's coming up for you, man. I don't, I don't envy you. Yeah, that was a that was a moment in time only for 100, me, not too long One hundred and something days. I'm not quite keeping track just yet, but yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry that you're gonna have to. Be, can we? I can. Do you want me to text the wife or the the future wife and tell her something different, and you can show up at this party? Because I'm telling you, you're gonna want to be at this thing.
0: No, yeah, we got. This is the big one. The day you pick the food can't miss that. I did actually miss that one for my <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I know it's a big one, Alan, but are you going to have any say in that whatsoever? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I highlighted my, my dishes, and we'll see what gets chosen. But if I'm going to try to gauge if I actually have any say, and if not, maybe I will just randomly show up and with DJ Winston Moss in that block party. We'll see. Or maybe, who knows, maybe I'll I'll still be down in Houston partying it up, cleaning up after training camp. Because it's going to be, a, that town's never going to be the same again after January 22nd, Vince.
2: Think about how many pounds of food are going to be consumed during, <laughs> during that <laughs> training meals. Yeah, My goodness. How many <laughs> meals? 10,000 meals or whatever. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Well, we had a blast talking this first first couple days of training camp and everything going on in the league with, you know, just, oh, my goodness. One month away from kickoff as jake says he didn't close the show out this week but i'll say it for him closer than ever brian and if uh we don't have anything else we can uh we could call it a day for this one and move on to the next one which will bring us even closer
2: that is very true and i will say this always follow us on youtube at xfl show uh instagram uh twitter and facebook Alan the rule book comes out in a few days you're right we're probably gonna have to throw a mini set in there somewhere Uh, there's gonna be a lot of reading to do a lot of analytics a lot of uh, breakdowns rankings who knows what's gonna happen with this the rules show so take a look uh, and be on the lookout for that
0: you get me a cough drop and I'll be ready to rock man because the rules are gonna be awesome I can't wait to talk about them all and of course check us out on xfl.com as well Uh, the shows have been getting posted there so you could go straight to the league website and listen to the show if you like and uh and also i love when people send us pics of them in their jerseys or their new battle hawks tattoos like that one wild man in st louis got love that at xfl show send us those those are the coolest vince you got anything else
1: I just just can't wait uh, to hear more about this training camp. I know it's only been one day so far, but uh, the the action is going to be hard-hitting, and I cannot wait to see these teams just lock horns before we get ready for that big kickoff in February.
0: Yes, only five weeks. One month away. Until then... We're going to have to just keep on pushing through almost to the finish line, baby. Stick with us, and we'll make it there together. For Jake, Vince, and Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.